You're listening to an Amplify podcast. So we're going to talk about scammers. Woohoo! So fraud. My, yeah, pretty much. So my mum um, and I, we have this thing where if we see funny videos, we send them to each other. And um, my mum found a TED talk uh, about, by James Veach, and what he had was he received a spam email from a guy named. Solomon Odonka. That sounds very fake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so he was debating of whether to actually just delete it or he's going to do what everyone wants to do and reply to a scammer's <gasps> do email. Do it, do it, do it. So I'll give you the basics of it. So um, Solomon claimed that he was going to ship 25 kilograms of gold to him wow. and he would receive... 10% of any gold that he distributes. How fake. Well, yeah. And so what James said was like 25Ks, that KGs, that's not enough. Send send more. And so Solomon Ooh. replied back with saying, we'll do 50Ks. And then um, James then said, if we're going to do this, we're going to go big. Let's go a metric ton. <gasps> <laughs> so... So they amped it up to a metric ton and they started um, corresponding back and mm-hmm. forth. Yeah. And I'll post the video up on Facebook for you after the show because it's actually very funny to watch. By the way, you can find us on Facebook at Amplify On Sin. Um, well, yes, yeah, basically, so which is where you will be able to find it. Because this made me... My friend and I, we were listening to this in... Um, in, we were watching this in math class because we had both fin- finished an hour early. And so we were in tears by the end of it because of how funny it was. So I'm going to play you a clip now of how crazy it actually got. So is this is this over the phone or uh, over no, email? No, this is over email. The entire thing okay. is spent over email. Guys, you have to understand, this has been going for like weeks, albeit hitherto the greatest weeks of my life, but I had to knock it on the head. It was getting a bit out of hand. Friends were saying to me, James, do you want to come out for a drink? I was like, uh, I can't, mate. I'm expecting an email about some gold. You know? <laughs> so I figured I had to knock it on the head. I had to take it to a ridiculous conclusion. So I thought I concocted a plan. I said, look, Solomon. Solomon, I'm concerned about security. When we email each other, we need to use a code. And he agreed. And I said, Solomon, I spent all night coming up with this code. We need to use it in all further correspondence. Lawyer! Gummy bear. Bank, cream egg. Legal, fizzy cola bottle, claim peanut M&Ms, documents, jelly beans, Western Union. Guys, a giant gummy lizard. I knew these were all words they used, right? I said, please call me Kit Kat in all further correspondence. I didn't hear back. I thought, I've gone too far. I've gone too far. So I had to, I had to backpedal a little bit. I said, look, Solomon, is the deal still on? Kit Kat. <laughs> because you have to be consistent. <laughs> then I did get an email back from him. He said, the business is on. I'm trying, blah, 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 blah. I said, dude, you have to use the code. <laughs> what followed is the greatest email I've ever received. 
I'm not joking. This is what turned up in my inbox. This was a good day. The business is on, and I'm trying to raise the balance for the gummy bear. <laughs> so he can submit all the needed fizzy cola bottle jelly beans to the cream egg for the peanut M&Ms process to start. Send 1,500 pounds via a giant <laughs> gummy lizard. Well, that was exciting. Well, it's even funnier. That was only like a little snippet of it, because what actually happened? They were to also talking about um, what they would spend their um, gold on. What they would spend the money that they received oh, from the gold right, yeah. on. And so Solomon said that he was going to spend it on real estate. And James said that he's going to spend it on one word, hummus. Wow. And he was like... Uh, the god of all dips. <laughs> he was like, it's going places. You can get like 30 different kinds. And then you can cover up carrots and you can dip them in. Have you Sorry. done that, Solomon? And we were in tears from this, which then got me thinking... What are the craziest type of scams that you could receive? So my fa all-time favourite has always been the Nigerian prince. <gasps> the Nigerian prince, wow. And they still think that we will fall for it. And I'm sorry for people who actually do fall for it. But honestly, it's been around for so long, you'd think you'd understand. You'd understand by now. It's like, I have... So, for, my, for example, I come from a long line of British people. How am I related to a Nigerian prince in any of that? I relate because I, I'm Anglo-Saxon and yeah. I come from all um, British countries. Yeah. Um, one thing, a scam that lots of people always fall for, but it's the stupidest thing, is when you're like on Internet Explorer or something and it comes up with, you're the millionth something or other <laughs> viewer to this page and you've won... $20,000! Woo-woo! And click here to receive your prize now. My friend was... So my friend and her sister, they were on their computer and they were actually on the same website at the same time and they both received that. <laughs> and so they were bursting out laughing at the fact, like, yeah, we're both a 1,000... web person. Um, yeah, because... Interesting. You can get really weird ones. Oh, and then there's the one where it's like, you have a porn virus. It's like, I don't watch porn. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Because you'd be surprised what the ones that pop up. And then yeah. you always get the betting ones. Ugh. Like, for the casino games and online exactly. games. And then the fortune teller ones. They always make me laugh, because I'm actually tempted to go on there and go... What will they say about what me? Is my, what does my future hold for me? Yeah. The internet knows. And there's that um, guy where you can text in your name and then they'll basically tell you everything about you that they can find. And because I actually, I overheard someone um, saying this in our um, student lounge. It's like, has anyone ever actually been tempted to text, him, text into him mm -hmm. and see what happens? I am actually on the verge of wanting to see what is out there on me. Because you never know what people yeah. find on you. Amplify on Sin 90.7. Ashley, it's a wonderful time of the show to talk about the Thomas Analysis. My favourite segment yeah. of the day. 
The Week. The Week, yeah. The, the week. week. So the album analysis this week is L A M B, also known as Lamb, also known as Love Angel Music Baby by Gwen Stefani. That's why we just played the No Doubt track. So, this album was released in 2004, and it was recorded between 2003 and 2004, and released on November 12th, 2004. Um, so, it was Gwen Stefani's first solo album, so she had been with No Doubt for quite a while, and they had this hiatus, and they all went on their sort of solo missions and to raise a family and everything. Who else is in the band? So there's Tony Canal, um, Adrian Young, and Tom Dumont. And there was also Gwen's brother, Eric Stefani, who left. Oh, yeah. And there were a whole other members, and there were two extra members um, who do, like, the trumpets and everything. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you've heard um, Treasure Kingdom, which we might review later on in the season, wait and see, um... They were very prominent with their trumpets and saxophones and everything. But anyway, so Love Angel Music Baby. Uh, the four Harajuku girls. So if if you are if you know Gwen Stefani, you may see in her music videos four Japanese girls known as Love Angel Music Baby who make up Gwen's Harajuku, Harajuku girls. And Harajuku is a sort of suburb in Tokyo. That's known for their stylistic fashions of the modern age and artwork. So it's very art and fashion oriented. And that's what this album is, basically. So it's all art and fashion and beeps and bops, basically. Okay, yeah. So it was very modern at the time. Um, so after recording with No Doubt, she decided to go like, Hey, I could totally make my own solo album. And no doubt were very, like, because there was three men and one woman, collectively. Yeah. It was very different from her old No Doubt style. So it's a lot more girly and feminine and, like, poppy. Yeah. So um, it was influenced by the 1980s sound. So, like, Duran Duran and Cyndi Lauper and just all these people who were just like, hey, 80s, nice. <laughs> yeah, um, the 80s were brilliant. The 80s were a wonderful time to be alive. <laughs> um, anyway, so besides 80s music, it was influenced by dance rock, new new wave, electro-pop, hip-hop, and R&B. So a whole bunch of things yeah. all together. Um, Is there a name for that? Like, smash it? Can I we make that know. a thing? Can we call it a smash it? Smash. Yeah. Smash album. Yeah. We'll call from now on we will make it a thing. Hashtag smash album. Woohoo. Woohoo. Find us on Twitter. Yeah. Um we'll so make it a hashtag. the album was quite received well. So, you know, some good reviews. Um it debuted at so debut, so enter at number seven on the Billboard charts. That's good. Billboard two hundred yeah. charts, so that was really good. And with the first week of sales, it sold 309,000 copies wow. in the first week. People can't get enough of Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Speaking of Gwen Stefani, we're talking about Gwen Stefani because she's releasing an album on Friday. Woo-woo! New solo album. I'm so excited. 
Um, it's called This Is What The Truth Feels Like. Anyway, talking about Lamb, and I can't stop thinking about it. So, um, she had a Harajuku Lovers Tour in 2005, visiting 42 dates across North America. Um, and so, the album, it earned multi-platinum certificates in several countries, and holds, and has sold 7 million copies worldwide. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. And so, the singles released in chronological order were What You Waiting For, which was released on September 28th. That is an amazing song. I know, it's inspired by Alice in Wonderland, if you didn't know. So it came I'm out. trying to think of how it's inspired. Watch the music video. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen the music video. The extended version is my favourite. Okay. Um, so that came out September 28th, 2004. Rich Girl, which was inspired by Fiddler on the Roof or something. I think it was Fiddler on the Roof. I haven't heard... I don't think I've heard that song. Because it's based on Rich Man from that musical. And that okay. was released on the 14th of December, 2004. Hollaback Girl, which we're going to play soon. Love Hollaback Girl was released released on the fifteenth of March, two thousand five. So that was yesterday, t- almost el- yeah eleven years ago. Eleven years ago, that's a long time. Wow, cool. Which is just a great song. The music video is so pretty. It's just <sighs> she does have a way with music videos. She I does. Think, yeah. Um, that was released on the July fifth, two thousand five. Luxurious fifth single came out on October the first, two thousand five. And Crash, which was the sixth single, came out on the 24th. Oh, January 24th, 2006. And I just want to quickly mention that if you watch Don't Speak, which was by No Doubt, on the Tragic Kingdom album, again, talk about that soon. Tragic Kingdom. So, Don't Speak, Cool, and Used to Love You, which was released last year. You can see Gwen Stefani over a span of 20 years. Wow. Yeah. All talking about boys. So the Don't Speak was about um, Tony Canal, who's a band member of No Doubt. Yeah. And the other two, so Cool and Used to Love You, are about Gavin Rossdale. And so if you haven't been keeping up with um, the news lately... And Gwen Gossip. Like, <laughs> yeah, Gwen Gossip. Um, she recently divorced with Gavin Rossdale last year. So she wrote Used to Love You, and it talked about how what their family's going to be like and how how they've changed and grown. Yeah. And so this new upcoming album is really about Gavin Rossdale and missing him and just crying over it almost. You know, I act... So a few years ago, they had a Bendigo um, exhibition Mm -hmm. on wedding dresses. Yeah. And Gwen Stefani's dress was actually there. (gasps) It is gorgeous. So it was a... I think it, I can't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure it was like a fishtail. Yeah, type. it was sort of like yeah, yeah. And um, it was also um, and is it called Auburn? I can't remember. I don't know. Oh well, it faded from the white into the pink at the bottom, and it was a really nice hot pink. And so for my um school, one of my textiles things that I'm having to do now. I'm actually making it like that. That's so like, cool. Like, it for it. Honestly, yeah. I am freaking out right now. Yeah. Um, so when she did this, when she got married, I think she still had her pink hair. Uh, I'm not sure. It was like pink highlights, I think. She, it wasn't bright pink, back, but it was like a nice, light, Back in the day, subtle pink. she was like single, 
and she wanted to dye her hair like a really outrageous color so she thought she was dyeing it red but she accidentally dyed it pink <laughs> so she had this phase of having her pink hair and it was beautiful um so with love angel music baby as i said before it was very 80s stylized so influenced like cindy lauper yeah and etc etc um and so what was i going to say oh i don't know um no doubt was scar punk and so with Gwen Stefani's smash yeah um it was just wow okay Gwen what are you doing <laughs> yeah. we're confused amplify 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 so now we're going to talk about ironic isn't it ironic yeah don't you think if you haven't listened to the shows before you won't get this and just in case you haven't got it you can go to Omni app forward slash shows forward slash amplify to catch up. So, Ashley, we've had Isn't It Ironic as the song going for a little while now. Yeah. It's always been our little reference throughout the season. It really has. It's yeah. our one little inside joke. Yeah. It's not really a joke at all. Yeah. Because we actually had a post on our group page. It's like, no one have inside, don't talk about your inside jokes, but it's like, but it's an inside joke with the audience. Exactly. Does that count? Yeah. So, for like my parents or any of my family or my friends, Danica, looking at you because you're like the only person who's listened to all the shows, you probably get this. But for new viewers or listeners, I should say, because you're not watching us, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we have this thing called "Isn't It Ironic" based on the Alanis Morissette song, and it's funny because she made the lyrics unironic and titled it ironic to be ironic so many ironics in that sentence i know <laughs> yeah. so she didn't use she made things sound ironic but they weren't actually ironic yeah yeah anyway so this week on isn't it ironic as a segment by the way you're listening to amplify on c90.7 with thomas and ashley um we have paying to use a toilet so in the city and in some inner city areas you might have to pay to use a toilet facility. Where's that? I haven't seen any that are like well, that. Well, say that you're going to a restaurant or oh. something. Sometimes when you're paying for food, you can't use the restroom. Really? Yeah. So you can't use the toilets without buying something. Oh, yeah, I get that. Yeah, and sometimes just in public, when there are public toilets, you might have to put in a dollar or something. That's strange. It is. Really? And one little anecdote I'd like to share. At my school, they have recently informed and enforced a new rule saying that children cannot use, uh, students cannot use the toilets during class times, and they've locked them during class times. Okay, that's getting mean and out of hand. It is. Apparently, there's like something maintenance issue or something, but I think they're just trying to cover it up. There might just be some graffiti or something <laughs> Stuff in they there. Don't want you to know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you cannot use the toilets at my school between 9 to 10.30 or 11 to 12.30 or 1 to 3. Well, I I get their reasoning. Like, some schools, I understand why they do it. It's to keep you in class and not use the toilet as an excuse to leave class. Yeah, and then, yeah. That, that's acceptable. Yeah, that's, but that makes sense. But what if you desperately need to go to the toilet? Like, you're about to pee your pants. It is a human function. Yeah. I was. I read this thing on Tumblr, and this 
this teacher wouldn't let her use toilet and so she had to yell out in front of the entire class, Sir, I need to use the toilet because I have my period. And so How intense. Yes, it and was. And that, that's very intimate. Yes, exactly. And because it was a male teacher as well. He wouldn't understand. He wouldn't understand it. And so one of the jocks, one of these big buff jocks had to stand up for her. And so he was suspended. <gasps> How awful. Yeah. I was like, that is, oh my God. That is appalling. <laughs> yeah. So that was like, why do you not let the kids use the toilets? Exactly. It's a basic that human it, function and human right, I think. It, it probably is a human right. Like, I don't think it's actually written in the human it's rights, probably, but it's like it's, a general. Societal, it's like an unwritten rule. Yeah, yeah. like it's oh. like keeping to the left, which no one does anymore. I'm so sick of people not keeping to the left, especially at school, through hallways. No one keeps to the left, and it drives me insane. I have three levels at my school, and we can only use the stairs. So you always get that one person who walks. The other the way, crowd, yeah. And then it's like, move away, please. Go away. <laughs> um, Another thing, on a lighter note, that isn't it ironic. This isn't really that interesting or anything. But from last year, from the 1st of January, they introduced the free tram zone. Oh, yeah. So that covers all the CBD from Spring, S- Flinders, Elizabeth, up to um, Queen Vic Markets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Down Latrobe, um... And Docklands and Spencer Street. So basically all the high tourist areas. Actually, do you know, only three of the main Melbourne tourist destinations are in the free tram zone. The rest are outside. Oh, yeah, because so St Kilda's it, not in it. Yep. Yeah. Um, Melbourne Museum is not in the area. Um, Luna Park, nope. Just all these areas not in the free tram zone. But Can you get a tram to the museum? Yep. There yeah. are two trams. It's the 86 and 96. I did not know that. And um, PTV, a while ago, released a campaign for the 96 as the tourist tram because it goes past all tourist destinations. So it goes like past Ceres up in Brunswick, yeah. um, down to the Melbourne Museum in Carlton, down through Burke Street to Burke Street Mall, yeah. down to Spencer Street, passing... The aquarium, okay, through to St Kilda Light Rail to St Kilda and Luna Park and Ackland Street. Huh, I did not know that. But the one like confirmed tourist tram is the City Circle. Uh, yeah, everyone knows the City Circle. Yeah, but City Circle doesn't even go to that many. I know it doesn't, but but they do it, have a history. It, it, thing on they it. use the old W class trams, which which are the oldest running trams in Melbourne currently, yeah. and also they have running commentary. Yeah. Which I think is really good for tourists. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so now that there's a free tram zone, there's basically no need to walk around Burke Street, Collins Street, Swanson Street, Elizabeth Street, Spencer Street, Flinders Street, Spring Street, or Latrobe Street. <laughs> I just put that in there. Um, that's crazy. It is. Yeah. So the main street that you used going horizontally now without trams is Lonsdale Street and that's always been without trams. Do you know you know where Lonsdale Street is? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I always thought Swanson Street would be the biggest. Swanson Street is yeah. the biggest yeah. tram line yeah. thing, so it has ten trams running at one time. Yeah. 
And do you know, the first um, traffic lights were introduced at the corner of Swanson Street and Collins Street. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting to note. This podcast was brought to you by Amplify. 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 The sound of underage Melbourne.